So now that we have um, built together this foundations of a strong container for our practice, I'd like to take just a little bit of time to do some actual meditation. I won't keep you too long tonight because I know many of you have traveled quite far and quite tired. But just wanted to say a little bit about uh, the form of meditation that we'll be doing this weekend, really grounded in insight meditation. And a very simple definition of insight meditation is it's a way of training the heart and the mind to really see clearly. And we use mindfulness, the practice of mindfulness, as a method to gain insight into what's happening in our lives so that we can live in ways that bring us more ease and happiness and freedom. And that's like a one-second description of really a whole lifetime of practice. And it's fortunate for us that the path that the Buddha laid out is a, is a gradual one. It's a training that we can progress step by step from quite simple instructions, looking at quite basic and simple aspects of our experience, gradually to increasingly more refined ones. So over the course of this retreat, we will be exploring some of the key techniques of insight practice based on the main text that all of these insight teachings come from, which is the Satipatthana Sutta, or the Four Foundations of Mindfulness. And again, this um, links back to the Noble Eightfold Path, because as you'll see on the list, right mindfulness is actually defined as the four foundations of mindfulness. So before we go any further, I also just want to uh, name that something probably most of you already know or have noticed, that in these teachings there are a lot, a very lot of numbered lists. This is actually the main device that the way the teachings seem to have been laid out in and that's because um, the Buddha's teachings originally were transmitted orally through hearing, through memorizing, through reciting, and so on, through the generations. And uh, I feel very grateful for all the people over centuries who put in the effort to do that, to keep these teachings alive for us. And these lists uh, for contemporary people today can be a little bit off-putting. You know, for most of us, lists tend to be quite mundane. You know, lists we make of errands we have to do. So we can hear these lists and think, oh yes, got to go to the bank, got to pay the phone bill, got to pick up the dry cleaning and so on. Don't forget to buy some more milk. That's our usual relationship to lists. So when we see these numbered lists here, it can be a little bit like, so what? Ordinary can also sound a little bit abstract because they are so condensed. They are really stripped down to the bare essentials. So recently I've been sharing with some of you this um, sense that these teachings are almost like camping food. So you know when we go camping, we can buy those packets of dehydrated freeze-dried food. These packets, they're very light and portable. We can take them anywhere because they are so light but we can't eat them in that form. 
In order to make them digestible, we have to mix them with water and to heat them to sort of get them to be nutritious. And in some ways, these lists are like that. We can't just take in the lists as numbers. We have to take them into our lives and to explore them and to engage with them, to make them juicy again so that they're nourishing for us. So just to say, if you find the lists a little bit discouraging, just an invitation to see if you can start to bring them into your life a bit more and bring them to life. Also wanted to name that, you know, all of these different lists can end up, um, for some people, feeling quite overwhelming. So just to reassurance that you don't have to take them all in all at once, that just let them wash over you and, and really trust that in the next few days, perhaps the week, perhaps months or years after this retreat, they'll seep in and keep being digested and start to make more and more sense. So don't stress about trying to take in every detail of what's offered. I'd like you to keep in mind instead a mantra that I like to share at the start of a retreat, which is the invitation to do two things, to explore and to enjoy. So these two are very important attitudes to practice, to explore and to enjoy, even to have fun as you explore these teachings over the next week. And for many of us, that's quite a radical approach because we're so used to ideas, as I said earlier, of right and wrong and good and bad and success and failure. And we can have a lot of uh, anxiety about wanting to get it right or to be a good student or rebelling and deliberately being a bad student or whatever our, our habit patterns might be. So I really would like to invite you as best you can to let go of ideas about getting it right or fear of getting it wrong and really just explore and enjoy. And in the service of that enjoyment, I'd like to do a short guided meditation now, focusing to some extent more on the concentration aspect of the practice. So those of you who are familiar with the Noble Eightfold Path, you already know that right mindfulness and right concentration are the two main meditation practices that were offered. So with mindfulness practice, we're invited to be present with every aspect of our experience as it's happening with as little reactivity as possible. And this continuity of mindfulness, keeping it consistent through every activity, not only in our formal meditation practice, can help the mind stabilize into concentration quite naturally. And by concentration here, I mean the mind's capacity to stay steady, to be undistracted, to be non-wavering, and to be at ease or soft, as Gil Franzel talks about. So to some extent, this quality of concentration can develop quite naturally from our mindfulness practice through this moment-to-moment continuity of mindfulness. We can also more deliberately incline the heart and mind in the direction of concentration by inviting a sense of ease and relaxation as we meditate, by letting go of tension, physical tension in the body and perhaps tension in the mind, and simply resting in the awareness of the breath. 
Um, because most of us come to a retreat like this with some degree of restlessness, tension, agitation, busyness, and so on, perhaps anxiety. In this next meditation, I'd like to emphasize more the concentration aspect of the meditation to help us begin to relax and to settle into being here. It's just the calming aspect of the breath. Okay, so let's uh, give it a go just for about 15 minutes. <laughs> 